0: Today's message is, the lower down you go, the higher up you will end. (laughs) What's the message of today? I'm going to repeat again. The lower down you go, the higher up you will end. And you are going to understand that. In a few minutes. Could you repeat after me? The lower down you go, the higher up you end. Why am I teaching that? Because I'm teaching about fasting. We are now in our 21 days annual period of fasting. How many of you are fasting? Raise up your hand, please. How many of you are fasting? Thank you for fast. You are obeying the command of God. And also, on the last day of the fasting, I'm going to bring a scale to put there on, on the entrance Amen. to check all of you that if you really fasted. Amen. Okay? <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> this is between you and God. But I'm sure... If you really fast, you're going to lose weight. You're going to get fit. But more than that, and more important, you are going to experience the power of God in your life. Why? I'm going to teach today. Why do we fast in the beginning of every year? Do you know why we fast in the beginning of every year? Because when we give God the first part, when you give God the first days of our year, we are blessing the rest of the year. Or we need to understand this principle of giving Him the first and the best part. Many Christians don't understand that and don't practice giving to God the first and the best. When you begin your mourning with God, the rest of the day is blessed. When you begin your week with the Lord, giving to him the first day of the week, as you are doing. hallelujah. You are giving the first day of the week. What are going to happen with your week? I'm going to be blessed because you are giving. Remember, Sunday is not the, the, the day for you to enjoy life. it's for you. To seek the Lord and to give it to the Lord. When we give him the first portion of our finances, the rest is blessed. Amen? Amen. This is a principle. When you say, I'm going to give part of my salary first to God, the rest is blessed. S- because the 10% sanctify the ninth percent Fasting is a choice, but also is a sign of obedience. Jesus expects us to fast in the same way that he expects us to pray. Amen? Do you pray when the Holy Spirit calls you, let's pray? Yes, but also, do you pray why? Why? Because we have a meeting. Do you pray? Why? Because you have a calendar in your agenda for prayer. And uh, then uh, D.L. Moody, the great evangelist, said, If you say, I will fast when God lays it in my heart, you will never will. Never will. Because you are too cold and different. to take up the yoke of Jesus. You need to understand, because some people, fasting is something very powerful, and many Christians don't really understand. Some people say, when you fast, you cannot, no one can know that you are fasting. Have Have you heard that? Yeah, I have heard some silly things. Even sometimes if you go to the internet, you're going to find this kind of teaching. And in the Bible, there are two kinds of fasting in the Bible. There is the personal fasting, the private fasting, when God calls you to fast. But also in the Bible that maybe you don't have a re- this revelation, the Bible has the public and corporate fasting. What did I say? Public and corporate fasting. And you are going to see that in the Bible many times. And this is our 21-day annual fasting. This is a public fasting for all of those who want more of God, are thirsty for God, and also are obedient. Uh, <coughs> and also, no one, some people say, no one can know that I am fasting. <laughs> can I ask you something? When, when Esther was in trouble, and uh, then she said, let's fast for three days, did the people know that everybody was fasting? Yes, of course, because it was public fasting. Everybody should fast. <laughs> yeah, Right? It's not something like God said, oh, you are going to fast. No. Esther said, fast for me because God will move. Yeah. Did you learn? The leader gave one direction and everybody fasted by obedience. This is corporate fasting, public fasting. I'm going to say something to you. Jesus' teaching was not that we should not fast publicly, but that we should not fast to be seen by others. This is not working today? No? Uh, Okay. Thank you. Or Jesus te- teaching was not that we should not fast publicly, no, but we should not fast to be seen by others or it's a matter of motive or who are you fasting? Who are you praying? The motive who I? Are you giving to God? Because I know, if you are faithful, of course, not everybody that comes here, they are faithful to God. Okay? You need to know, not everybody that comes here, but God knows who are faithful, isn't it? Because He knows those who go to their salary, take their tithes, God knows. But all of us can see that everybody is giving, isn't it? Then, as we give, <laughs> as we pray, every, everybody can see that we are praying, isn't it? And everybody can see that we are fasting, in a public fasting. And why, the problem, what Jesus said, when you fast, don't show off. Oh, I am fasting, I am fasting. And why, Is the motive, why are you fasting? is to be seen by others, or is to be seen by God. Did you get the point? Also, we see in the scriptures public fasting, the same that we are doing here, that people had a fasting calendar, and the people obeyed the days of fasting. In the Old Testament, God ordained a day of fasting, the day of of atonement. Do you remember? Yom Kippur, Leviticus 23, 27. I'm going to read it to you. Also, the tenth day of the seventh month shall be the day of atonement. It shall be a holy convocation for you. Holy convocation for all of everybody. And you shall afflict your soul what you everyone have to had to do to afflict their soul an offering one offer offering made by fire to the lord But brother if you are if you have read the bible and anyway, every scholar know that the day of atonement is a day of fasting and also god ordained For the people of Israel, in this day, the tenth day of the seventh month, you are going to afflict your soul. (laughs) We don't like to do that, isn't it? But God said you're going to afflict. And the people of Israel, for more than 3,000 years, they are fasting on the day of the atonement. Is a day of repentance and fasting. Also, the scriptures mentions uh, regular days of fasting, which is set in the calendar. Okay? We have to have a calendar of fasting. People who would say that we don't have a calendar of fasting, they don't know the scripture. Let's read Zechariah 8:19. Let's read it all together. Thus says the Lord of hosts, the fast of fourth month. Mm. The fast of the fourth month. The fast of the fifth. Wow. April and May. And the, fa- the fast of seventh, July. It's not in this calendar, but just translating to you. And the fast of the tenth, October. <laughs> Shall be joined God gladness and cheerful feast for the house of Judah. Therefore, love, truth, and peace. Then you are going to see, the people of God had this calendar, okay? Then to have a calendar is right and is from God. God gave this calendar, and this is why we have this calendar every year. Daniel fast and these 21 days of fasting. Amen? What fasting is, pastor? Fast is not to change food. You don't eat one kind of food and eat a lot of another food. Sorry, this is changing of food. Okay? Fasting is a from food for a spiritual purpose. It's not working. All right. Okay, thank you. Uh, What is fasting? (coughs) A business of food. A business. Or fasting is not... It should should have a period of not eating. I know. (laughs) This preaching is not so popular, isn't it? Someone coming and preaching about fasting... (coughs) You are not going to see a lot of applauses, and you are not going to see a lot of joy. But when the pastor say, "Oh, you are going to be blessed, you are going to be healed," the Lord is gonna. Oh yes. But when the Lord say, "Now it's time to fast," no. <gasps> oh. <laughs> it's affliction to our soul <laughs> because it. Uh, This is not so popular. Why? In this time of entertainment and pleasure, the words fasting and sacrifice has gotten lost in the body of Christ. Many people don't speak anymore. (laughs) But if you read the Bible, you are going to see that fasting is a spiritual discipline. practice. First, by our model, Jesus, our Savior, our Lord. He practiced fasting. Also, his disciples. You are going to see about his disciples. You are going to see in the Old Testament, the prophets. And all of them fasted as a source of power, strength, and spiritual growth. All of them. But you're going to say, Pastor... Is fasting easy? No. It's not easy to fast. It's not fun to fast. Guys, are you with me? Okay, thank you. <laughs> it's not easy. How many of you, I- I- it's easy not to, to eat. When you stay five, six hours without eat, seven, ten hours, what happened with you? Oh, some of my, our disciples said, oh, pastor, strong headache, oh, (laughs) yeah. This is a sign that you have to stop with coffee. (laughs) Not just on the fasting, but you have to reduce the quantity of caffeine. Because it's too much. I have learned this principle of fasting 30 years, 39 years ago. And since then, my spiritual life has been transformed because of fasting. And, did, and, and do you know why I started fasting? Because my pastor said to me, fast because your life is going to be transformed. I said, yes. And I didn't know. I was just one baby in the faith. He said, OK, I will do Did you know? If you believe you or not, if you start doing exercise and running 10 kilometers every day, what is going to happen with you? You're going to lose weight. But maybe you're going to say, but I don't believe that I'm going to lose weight. Huh? But keep running. What is going to happen? You're going to lose. But you may say, but I don't believe that. Huh? But if you, if you run, you're going to lose weight, right? The fast is the same. When you fast because of God, you are going to see the results in your life. But we need to understand another thing. Fasting does not manipulate God. It's important That we go into a period of fasting. Knowing that we will never earn God's blessing. God's favor and miracles. You can never earn blessings or favor of God by your own work. Okay? You are not just fasting because you are going to say, God will give me what I want. Don't be silly. It doesn't work in this way. It's the grace of God and the blood of Jesus and the work of the cross that releases all the blessings to us. Amen? Fasting does not manipulate God. Fasting Fasting doesn't make God to do what wasn't his will. What not is God's will? He will not do. Even you fast. I'm going to say another thing. Fasting gets you ready for God's answer. Can you, can you repeat after me? Fasting gets you ready for God's answer. Fasting prepares your heart to say, not my will, but your will be done. Wow. This is what you are saying. Jesus, when he was on the cross, said, Lord, not my will, but your will. When you are fasting, you are afflicting your soul and you are saying, Lord, all your plans for me are going to be fulfilled. And not my will, but your will (laughs) will be done. Fasting breaks down, breaks you down. You like that? No. (laughs) I told you, fasting breaks you down. Fasting brings you to a place of humility, a position of obedience and brokenness, and makes you to understand, my Heavenly Father has the best, and I trust Him no matter what. This is the point. When you are fasting, you are submitting your will, to the will of God. Fasting is one invitation. Amen? Amen? God is inviting us for fasting. It's not one obligation. As you can tithe. Some people tithe, some people didn't, but you can tithe, you can pray, some people pray, some people don't. Y- you can fast, some people fast, others, no. Fast is one invitation. But it's something that you do voluntarily. You do voluntarily. Fasting is a choice, but it's also a sign of obedience. Amen? Amen. Do you agree? Let's see why fasting is so needed and so important. Mark 9, 25 to 29. When Jesus saw that the multitude came running together, he rebuked the unclean spirit, saying to him, You moot spirit, I command you, come out of him and never enter him again. After crying out and convulsion him greatly, it came out of him. The boy became like one dead. So much that most of them said, he's dead. But Jesus took him by the hand, took him by the hand, and raised him up, and he arose. When he had come into the house, his disciples asked him privately, Why could we not cast it out? 29. He said to them, Let's read all together. This kind of spirit can come out by nothing except by prayer and fast. There are circumstances in your life never ever will change. Not Pastor Marce's words. But Jesus said there are some circumstances in your life. Never ever will change unless you wow. But maybe you're going to say, But Pastor, I am praying. Are you praying for your needs? Huh? Are you praying for your needs? But Jesus said, it's not just pray only pray. Pray and it's a sandwich. <laughs> you put something more. <laughs> not just bread. It's bread and meat, bread and something. Oh, be- oh bread and vegetables. <laughs> okay? Not just bread, not just prayer. You, you, you may be good to pray, but Jesus said, no, 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 some circumstance just by pray. And Jesus He rebuked the spirit, that child became free, and he said this kind of spirit can come out by nothing except by prayer and fasting. Or Jesus gave a key here. What is the key that Jesus gave us? He said there are some circumstances that can only be overcome Just by fasting and praying. There are some circumstances that you're going to get stuck. And And, uh, then we have to. And there are some circumstances that will not change. Sorry. And this is why we are calling you all in this 21 day fast. Take it serious. Don't play. Take it serious. Because the Bible says everything you do in the private, <laughs> now is the private. Because you can say, I am fasting. But everything you do serious in the, in the private, Jesus said, I will reward you publicly. Amen. When you start seeking God and fasting, you get God's atten- attention and God turns to you. In order to understand this passage and the power of fasting, we need to read another, another text. Matthew 17, 16. In order to understand what happened, let's go now to read this verse. It's the same passage. So I brought him to your disciples, the Father speaking, I brought him to your disciples, but they could not cure him. Then Jesus answered and said, O faithless and perverse generation, how long shall I be with you? How long shall I bear with you? Bring him here to me. This is so interesting. Try to imagine what happened. The father brings the child to dis- the disciples. The disciples prayed and say, get out! Evil spirit, get out! Get out! Get out of him! <laughs> evil spirit, get out! <laughs> evil spirit, get out! <laughs> and then nothing happened. Then the father go to Jesus and says, Jesus, I brought it to your disciples. And your disciples. <laughs> but nothing happened. <laughs> what Jesus said to his disciples Oh, oh, faithless and perverse generation! How long shall I be with you? Oh, you perverse. How long should I be with you to do these things? In other words, Jesus was saying to his own disciples, be with me, this is the revelation. The first reason that they could not cast out the demons, Jesus said, you are faithless. This is what Jesus said. Amen? You are faithless. Oh, faithless generation. Or you are faithless. Or the first thing sorry, but you know the Bible. You know some verses, but you, you have no faith. Because you are faithless. You are unbeliever. Sorry, but you are unbeliever. You are walking with me. Jesus talked to you. You are walking with me. But you are disconnected from God. When unbelief takes over of of your life, fear, anxiety, hopelessness, come and you cannot trust in God and and also in miracles because of your lack of faith. The first thing, faithless. And the second thing, second reason, Jesus called his disciples what? Wow. Can you imagine Jesus (coughs) going to you and say, you are perverse. What that means? Hmm. Perverse. Jesus said, First, you are disconnected because you have no faith. You are disconnected. But also, you are connected to this world. You are disconnected from God because no faith, but also you are perverse. You are too connected to this world. Too connected. This world has contaminated you with sin. What did Jesus say to his disciples in Mark 9, 29? Jesus said, pay attention now. Now you are linked to the facts. Are you with me? The disciples could not rebook the evil spirit. Jesus did. Then he asked, why not? And Jesus said, because you are a faithless and perverse generation. And then Jesus gave the the remedy, how can you then, to drive out demons, to do the things, Jesus said, I'm going to, to give you, you suffer from perversion and lack of faith, two things, perversion and perversion and but, if you fast and pray, you can overcome this situation lack of faith and perversion why pastor prayer connects you to God fasting disconnects you from this world as you have a life of prayer you are connected to your father as you fast you are disconnecting from this world Disconnecting from this perversity. When you fast, you are disconnecting yourself from sin, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of the life. And did you know that I am a pastor of this church? But always I have to go back in prayer and fasting. Always why? Because sometimes we start looking to things that we should not look at. And in this time of fasting and prayer, what happened with your life? You are connected to the Lord and disconnected to this world. This is why I'm telling you when you fast, please stop in social media. Stop in entertainment. Stop eating fast things. Eat as plain as possible. Or what you are doing, you are afflicting your soul. And then you are disconnecting your life from this world. And you are connecting to God. And this is why when things don't happen and you fast and pray, who is transformed? You are transformed. Not God. The problem is not in God. The problem is in me and you. Can you say amen? Amen. Then you start to pray and repent and fast and disconnecting from the word and connecting to God. And suddenly what happened? (laughs) Are you with me? Are you with me? Okay. Suddenly we are connected to God. And we can let go of this world and fresh anointing from the Holy Spirit comes over us and we have the favor of God once again. Wow. This is why I love this time of fasting. It's not easy, but I love, because I can see the favor of God again, the anointing of God again, the power of God again. And the reason why I fast is not because I'm strong, no. (laughs) It's because I feel my own inability I feel weak. I feel unprepared. And, and then I go to God and say, God, I need you. Would you like to see your life transformed? Pray and fast. When you are fasting, you are saying to God, God, I need you. I need the anoint of the Holy Spirit. You are, when you are fasting, you are saying, Food, you can wait because I need more of God. And fasting is more of him, less of us. Mm. In Matthew 6, Jesus talks about uh, three duties. Are you with me again? Okay. In Matthew 6, Jesus speaks about uh, three duties of every Christian. Giving. Giving. Praying and fasting. Jesus said, when you give, when you fast, and when you pray. Three duties. Things that c- all Christians have to do. He doesn't say, if you fast, if you pray, but when you fast. Jesus is expecting. As he expects you to fast, he's expecting you to pray, and he's expecting you to give 6 se- Matthew 6:17-18 says but you when you fast anoint your head and wash your face so that you do not appear to men to be fasting don't show off okay but to your father who is in the secret place and your father who sees in secret will reward you openly. Your father who sees, your father who sees what you do in secret. This is the point. We all know that we are fasting. It's not the problem. The problem is why are you doing To show off or to God only? Did you know that God never says he will humble us? Did you know that? I'm going to repeat again. Did you know that God never says that he will humble us? He always tells us for us to humble ourselves. Okay? And this is why I'm teaching about fasting. Because fasting is a way that you can humble yourself. Through the whole Bible, you are going to see that. When you are fasting, you are humbling yourself. God can humiliate you, but only you can make yourself humble. Could you read with me? God can humiliate you. But only you can make yourself humble. Yeah. Never pray, God make me humble. God make me humble. Sorry, because this is not scripture. It's against the Bible, this prayer. And also you probably regret of this prayer. God make me humble. Why? Because if you say, God make me humble, few weeks or months later, you are going to find yourself in the most humiliating situation that you think, God, how did I get there? He will say to you, you prayed. You prayed. The Bible don't teach you. That God will humble us. You have to humble yourself. Do you remember in Luke chapter 14? One day Jesus said one parable. And he said, when you go to a banquet, in a party, don't walk up to the head table and sit in the best place. Do you remember that? What he said for you to do? Go to the lowest place on the back, on the corner, and sit there. Why? Because you can be humiliated. Why? You come and say, okay, I'm going to sit in this table, huh, and then someone will come on sorry, <laughs> this table is for, is for the speaker. <laughs> it's not for you. Would you mind that you Uh, the only table available is the last one on the back or or on the stairs outside (laughs) because there's no more place. Then Jesus, Jesus said for us to go to the lowest place. Jesus said, take the lowest place and the last place. I sorry, but I don't hear this preaching too much. I have seen that like, like God can put you in the highest place, so you're going to be better, rich, everything's going to be okay, all right. But this is why this message, today's message. What is today's message? The lower down you go, the higher up you, you end. Because the way up is down. The way up. Look to the person next to you that's sleeping say, awake. <laughs> <laughs> the lower though you go, down you go, the higher up you end up. Look for thing eleven. For let's let it together for. Whoever exalts himself will be humble, and he who <laughs> humbles himself will be. Wow! Well. Whoever exalts, if you put yourself in a position high, what are going to happen? <laughs> hmm. But nowadays, sorry, the Christians, they want to be the <laughs> first one. They want to be in the best place. They want to be served. They want to eat first. they want to, they want to take the position first. Here I am. I am the best. And Jesus as our, our master and God, Jesus said, "I came not to s- not to be." served, but to serve and to give my life. We need to learn with Jesus, my beloved brothers. The great demonstration of this truth that I am teaching you, are you with me? The great demonstration of this truth is Lucifer and Jesus. Why? Lucifer was a created being. He wanted to go up, to reach the quality with God. And he fell. Mm. Be careful with your pride. If you want to be in a higher position, it's God that put us up. This is why I love the floor. I love, you know that I love the floor. I don't like to pray even standing. Always when I'm going to pray, do you know why? Because there is nothing above the floor. I am the lowest place. There's nothing <laughs> for me to go. Then you, if you are in the bottom, it's OK. Serve others. Stop and look at yourself, oh, I am the best, I know how to do. Do as Jesus did, please. Serve people. Invest in the life of others. You are here not to be served or to do the things or to show off that you are the better. If you are something, say, Lord, here I am, use me. Or invest in the life of others. Invest in the life of someone. If someone don't preach as you preach, teach them how to preach. If someone doesn't play as you play, teach teach them. If someone don't do something as you do, teach others. This is the way that you're going to go up. The way to go up is to go down. We want to see all of you growing, but there are a lot of pride. And sometimes I have to say, slow down, stop, because you are too proud. Just always, I want to be the first in the front. I am here not because I chose to be here. God chose me and said, go. And you know, for me to be here in Ireland, I lost many things. I didn't come here to make money. I lost a lot of money to move here. I lost my family. I lost my relatives. I lost my church. I lost my disciples. But why I did that? Because I know my place. And then, please, we have to go to this place of humility. Just you can humble yourself. Amen? Amen. Philippians nine. But, talking about Lucifer and Jesus, what Lucifer did? Lucifer was created, he was not God. But what happened? He slept and fell. But Jesus had equality with God, but what he did, he humbled himself. Wow. Even to the point of death on the cross, so God exalted him. Did you get the point? The way to go up is? Philippians 2, 9. Therefore, God has also highly exalted and give him a name which is above every name. Why did God exalt him? Why, Why did God exalt him? Because he humbled himself. And this is what fasting are going to do. Everyone who humbles themselves will be... Everyone who humble, don't try to be the first. Please serve others. Teach others. Help others. Invest what you have in the life of others. And everyone who goes down, what God do will do? He put you up. I can, I can promise you exaltation if you humble yourself. If you humble yourself, I promise you, you're going to be exalted. There are no exceptions. Let's stand up, please. (coughs) This preaching and uh, this teaching is so important. we have to humble ourselves. And the scripture says, humble yourself before the mighty hand of God. In due season, he will exalt you. James 4.10 says that. James 4.10. Humble yourself before the Lord. And he will Lift you up. Loved brothers. <coughs> when I look to some of you, when you come to me just saying what you did in the past, how you are alive, or start talking, I have a picture of you. How is your heart? You don't need to say too much. Also in your attitudes. When you are doing things, when I see you working and doing, everyone can see. I told you that pride is like bad breath. Only you don't know that you have. Pride is like bad breath. Everyone feels (laughs) But you say, oh, I know, I know. Please. The way to go up is going down. And God is calling you to humble yourself. And fasting is a way. When you are fasting, you are saying to your stomach, food, you can wait because I want more of God. When you are fasting, you are saying, I have the control of my life. It's not the food that has the control of my life. Then when you have of control of your stomach, then you are going to have the control of your perversity, your sins. This is why we really need to fast. Fast. And I challenge all of you in these two weeks that we have. Take it seriously. Take it seriously. And do the best for God's glory. If you are sick, you cannot fast. Or if you are pregnant, it's okay. But even you can fast something. You can do your best for God. But most of us, 90% of us, 95% of us, we can fast. And then we are going to see the miracles of God in our lives. The way to go up is to go down. You have to humble yourself. Humble yourself and God will exalt you. Close your eyes, please. Close your eyes. Don't move. Look into yourself, please. Look into your life right now. Maybe the Holy Spirit is going to show you some areas of your life that you need to humble yourself. Because many times you're just (coughs) thinking yourself, you don't think about others. To serve others, to help others, to help those who have less than you. And And we need to go to this lower place in order for God to raise us up. Because when you humble yourself you are opening the doors for God to exalt you. When God sees what is done in secret, he will reward you and he will exalt you. You don't need to Looking for exaltation. Do it. In the secret place. What is powerful about fasting. Is that as you fast. You are humbling yourself before God. You are saying God use me. God fill me up again. God bless me again. God help me to be like Jesus Christ. Father, I pray for all my brothers and sisters here. Thank you for their lives, Lord. Thank you for their commitment. Lord, I pray, Lord. We have more two weeks of fasting. Help us, Lord, to do the best for your glory, Lord. Help us to have the control of our lives. The control of our soul. There are a lot of perversity among your people, Lord. A lot of sin. And you have said when we pray and fast, these bondages will be broken. Lord, and I do pray, Lord, help us that all these bondages, all this power of Satan can be broken in our lives. All all kind of addictions in our lives. Addictions, Lord, of sin, addictions of pornography, addictions of cigarettes, Lord, addictions of alcohol, or any kind of addictions, Lord. Lord, can be broken in our lives. In Jesus' mighty name, I pray for deliverance of your people, Lord. I pray for deliverance of all your people. Help us, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. And I bless all your people. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, I pray. Amen and amen. God <laughs> bless you. All the glory to him. Keep fasting because God sees what you are doing secret. Amen? But all of us know that you are fasting because it's a public fasting. God bless you in the mighty name of Jesus.